Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth graders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Blue Bet. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my racing journalist, News Corp colleague Matt Jones, who you'll know from news.com.au, and pro punter Brad Horse Miller. Gentlemen, how are we? Great, Tim. Yeah, good, Tim. All right, today on the show, we've got $100 from Blue Bet on a number of races. We'll see if we can find a winner or two in Melbourne and Sydney, or Wollongong and, and Ballarat, as it is today. We'll have our best bet of the day, our quaddies too. All right, boys, we've got $100 from Bluebet. Let's start with the Ballarat Club Cup. What do you reckon, Brad? Yeah, pretty good little race, this one. Um, some good talent at the uh, the pointy end of the market. Uh, I think Banker's Choice should have been in the finish in the in the Turak behind Tuvalu and Laws of Indices. Then he was a good second in a fast race on heavy ground, the Crystal Mile. And I thought he was going better than anything in the champion stakes. Just got held up and had nowhere to go. Um, home well, went clear, finished alongside I'm Thunderstruck and on the heels of Animo there. I actually think he probably should have run second with a bit more luck. Um, this heavy rain forecast on the day tomorrow. Uh, so handling anything from a good three to a heavy is a big positive. Um, his ratings this prep are superior to the rest of the field and he gets in with a very winnable weight of 57 kilos, dropping two kilos, going weight for age back to a handicap. It was a very slow run race last time. That was his first go at 2,000. So now he gets his second crack at that distance um, and he gets a soft run from gate one should they go quicker this time. If he can hold that form um, sixth up from uh, back on a, a soft tempo last time in the Champions, that'll be enough. But if he bounces again, which he might, uh, I think he'll win this pretty comfortably. So... Uh, I'm pretty keen on him. Uh, the three at tissue, the Wallamare, got to 2,000 again for the first time since crossing the Tasman, and she was dominant. It was a very fast race, uh, and her finish was strong. Figures late were good. The Matriarch is nowhere near the level of the champion stakes form for me, so all things be equal, um, with the right run, I'm expecting he gets, like, think, I think Baker's choice should be a clear favourite. I think he can map for the run sort of, on her back or maybe a pair off her um, and kick home. And the other one, Mayor Polly Gray, uh, if it gets to heavy, she's the other one I could entertain as a winning hope. She can carry big weights, no problems, bolted in by 5.3 lengths over New Marion and Ice Bath with 58 and a half and ran second to Zaki last prep on heavy ground as well. She looks ready now third up. Um, I just think it's a bit of a test for her carrying a kilo more than Banker's Choice, who I think is the better horse as a mare. So um, I'm just going to have my $100 a win on Banker's Choice. He's around that sort of 440, 460 mark, and I think he should be favourite. So 100 a win on him. Okay, I'm just going to have 50 each way on Polly Gray. Uh, I know there's a wide gate there, but Mellum in form and Waller, um, around $9 with blue bets. So I'm going to have $50 each way there. What about you, Matty? Yeah, I agree with Brad. I don't know why Banker's Choice isn't the favourite. Um, 440 on blue bet versus a tissue 370 favourite. I think it should be the other way around in, 
at least. Um, Baker's Choice, this is his race. There's no doubt about it. Huge form behind Zaki, Maya Braun, uh, in the two-rack as well. They go back to the Rupert Clark towards the start of his prep, and I wish I win. It's his race to lose almost. Um, he gets all the favours. I just can't see it. A tissue doesn't win out of turn either, and I thought it was a big win in the main track, no doubt about it. The money was right that day. They really came for a tissue, and I just think she should have won some more races, you know. She just came over here. She had a bit of a an opinion. We thought Doncasters and Epsoms and all these all these sorts of stuff, and she just hasn't quite nailed a big one, and I just don't know if she's as good as Banker's Choice. Polly Gray, best wet track in the race, and I might be saying, I might be harsh saying, she hasn't come back as good as I thought she would have, but um, when, when she only runs one and a half lengths behind, hoping your heart in the angst, but you know, six lengths behind the tissue and the matriarch as well. That was on good four, though. Totally different ball game now. Um, and the Waller factor third up. His horses don't go backwards. And something at odds, $26 flash ash. But I just can't see a tissue and Banker's Choice not being in the top two. So I'll have my $100 on the Quinella, Banker's Choice and a tissue. Yeah, some good racing in Western Australia tomorrow. Some really good racing, actually. Race eight is the Ascot Railway Stakes. What do you think there, Matt? Tough race. Um, Alaskan God put the riding on the wall um, first up, uh, which Derby horses often can do. And the horse has a second up win to its name. So hard not to like it. Um, and along with uh, Tricks of the Trade as well, as third up peaking probably has... Um, obviously a fitness edge on a few of them. Um, difficult race. Yonkers, two, he's got that Chris Wallace strategy, 2,000 metres back to a mile. He uses that quite a fair bit, Chris, and it's worked many, many times over the years. Um, I think, and Resort Man's in form, but this is a big test, but it does. the horse does make its own luck. I just think Alaskan God second up. I worry about those Derby horses. I love them. I've said it before on the show, they come back and run huge races fresh, and Alaskan God did. Second up syndrome? Probably not. That's the only query I have, but um, if, if if the horse doesn't suffer second up syndrome, I'm with Alaskan God to win the railway, $100 on it. Okay, well, I'm going to go with Yonkers, because purely on the Waller, seeing it a cross factor, and I'm going to go $50 each way. It's pretty juicy at $15, $16 with Bluebet around that mark, Harvey on board, so $50 each way, Yonkers for me, Brad. Yeah, I think both those horses are good chances, I've got them in my top three. Um, I've just lent a bit of value here, I've gone for the 13 Search and Rocks. First up in the Asian bow was a bit inconclusive. Went back to last from a wide gate and she was held up and hard held to the line. I think she should have been in the finish. Then she went forward last week, which is a usual pattern. Ended up taking a sit and she was just too good for them. All the form around her stacks up through those at the top of the market out of the Asian bow. Um, She hasn't got the turn of foot of her opposition, but she'll have a head start on most of them with the good map and she'll just stick on late. She's a winner over 2,000, so a stronger tempo at 1,600 wouldn't worry her. Um, And I like her reigning profile this time in. She's on a sharp sort of upward trajectory and maps for a sweet run. So I think she's flying and ready to run a great race around that sort of $15, $17 mark. Um, the seven Alaska God, any any horse who puts together five wins on end, culminating in a group two win in just his second prep has to be respected. Couldn't have done much more first up. 
went back to last, flew home running 11.5, 11.2 and 10.85, um, best last 200 of the day. He improved his speed with each split. So he only needs to be sort of within striking distance, three wide with cover, and he'll look the winner. Um, Yonkers carried four and a half kilos more than he's a shocker last time and stuck on to get within one and a half lengths. That horse then ran third in the Group 1 Champion Stakes at Wait for Age behind Zaki, and uh, he was a winner when six up last prep and second to Cascadian at Wait for Age over 1,800 reads well for a, a week. This is a very weak Group 1, so... Um, he brings some different form from the East Coast, so he's a winning chance. Um, Carly's Karma, uh, she's an improver. Two back showed an electric turn of foot, home 11.8, 11.32, Then last start at Wade Frage, I thought she was entitled to win. She loomed up and just didn't run past them. Gets back down to 53 kilos here, and if she reproduces that speed she showed the start prior, she's a winning chance. Um, there's one at 100 to 1. Um, the 12 notorious one, he's sort of $71, $91. He'll be 100 of them when they jump. Um, ran second to Western Empire in the Asian Bow last year, then fourth in the railway. The Asian Bow this year, he got held up. He was there to run a race and just had nowhere to go. Um, and last time he, they backed him up, I think they might have just thought he needed another run after not getting out. He's stayed at the 1,400, and his last 200 figure was good. That sort of tops him off. He goes 59 down to 53 um, and gets the blinkers on, which he, he's raced keen in in the past is the only knock. And I, I can see Tricks of the Trade, number 16, is also a, a good chance. I just thought that um, off the Asian bow runs that Search and Rocks went just as well. Um, could have been right there with it, and it's sort of tripled the price. So the way I'm going to play the race, I'm going to have uh, $34 each way on the 13 Search and Rocks, around that 15 17 and 480 the place. And I'm going to take a trifecta for the other $32 for 50%. Um, so we're going to have 13 7 2 and 10 for the first four. So that's Search and Rocks, Alaskan God, Yonkers, and Carly's Karma. Those same four, 13, 7, 2, 10, and 12 for seconds, a notorious one, the big roughie around the 100 to 1 mark. And then for third, 13, 7, 2, 10, 12, and the 16 tricks of the trade in for third. Certainly an open race, an absolutely open race. That's no question about that. So, okay, that's the way your $100 is going there. What about race eight, Kembla, for you, Maddie? This is the gong. Um, I like brutality, number 13, out wide at 11, uh, gate 11. But uh, this is going to get into a good three, I reckon. It's already a good four. Joe Pride is really liking it. I had a chat with him the other day and Regan Bayless. So 50 each way on brutality in the gong for me, Matt. Well, if you tip winners at Canberra on Saturday, you're going to fill up because I've never seen a race card like it. Every race, it's about $6 to field every race. You pull your hair out trying to find a clear top pick. It's very hard and it's very hard in the gong too. $6 to field with old flame brutality second line of betting at $7. Um, this dry track is going to make a big difference. So um, as we know, there's a lot of wet track form in the last, well, this whole year pretty much. Um, even these horses coming back um, from spells still were dealing with wet tracks last time in. So we're not going to get it now, and that's going to suit Purple Sector. Um, he was great uh, last start um, on a soft track. Now, I know it's only a soft track, but even soft track is not to his liking at all. Um, 
he's he's a dry track horse, and he's run very well in the Falante behind um, Dye Mill, which has come out and run very well in a Group One. Um, he, I talked to John Thompson straight after that race. He said if it was a dry track, he just would have won, and I agree with him. Um, gets onto the dry now. Barrier one. Um, 54.5 kilos, down in the weights, $11 on Bluebed. I think that's a good good enough price. Brutality, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for him to get up to a mile, haven't we? And he's finally getting there after a series of, you know, he's had the flashing light on. I'm just a little concerned over his last 50 metres last start in the Hunter. I just thought he just, I know it's a 1,300 metre race, he was up against top line sprinters. I just thought he... May have not have hit the line as hard, and I just hope he hasn't come to the end of it or he's just feeling he's racing, but I've got him in my top three. Hoping your heart, the local, on fire. We'll need some luck from a wide gate, but the great man, Jason Collett, knows how he's, a, he's flying at the moment, and he will... Um, He'll 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 get he'll um, find a passage and because it's a dry track, hear me out. I'm gonna have Colding in my top four at twenty six dollars. I know he hasn't won a race in a long time, but he's an out and out dry tracker. Um, even Birdabet, sixty seven dollars. He's been waiting for a dry track for ages too. And you've got Rustic Steel in there too. Promises success. Very open race. Um, I'm gonna back the the conditions and the setup with Purple Sector inside gate low barrier. Uh, low weight, sorry, um, eleven dollars. I'll have a hundred dollars to win on purple sector. And you've got a hundred dollars uh, at another race in Ascot, uh, in Ascot in Perth, Brad. It's race seven. It's the Guineas. Uh, which way are you going to go with your hundred there? Yeah, the Group Two WA Guineas. Um, I was, I'm very keen on one here. Uh, it's been backed uh, the fifteen Amelia's Jewel. She was two eighty when I sort of started work on the race. Mm. Um, she's into around 2.30 and I think she might even be a touch shorter than that now. She might even be 2.15 or 2.20. But um, visually it might have looked like she just peaked on a run and a risk at the 1,600, but the sectionals suggest that she went really well um, there second up. I think it was more likely the three kilos less carried by the winner that got her. She was taken back to near last off a fast tempo. Um, the jockey just cuddled her to the corner and she just dashed home the last 400. They obviously didn't want to give her a gut buster with big races to come. And she was home 11.28, 11.28, each of her final 200 splits. Her last 200 was the second best of the day. Um, so running those splits from back off a fast tempo suggests to me she'll eat up the 1,600 from a better draw where she can settle a bit closer and she can go to a, a, to a new career best rating now. Um, I was pretty excited, as I said, sort of making a bet at 280, but I still think she's a bet even at the price she is now. Um, and I have her marked sort of a dollar ninety. She's going, you know, 58 kilos down to 54 and a half. Um, so I do expect her to be winning. She's she looks to have a bit of a class edge on these. So I'll have my hundred to win on 15 Amelia's Jewel. Okie dokie. All right. Up next, we'll do our quaddies. Ah. <sighs> What a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with bluebed, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. 
They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. It is quaddy time. First leg of the quaddy at Ballarat tomorrow. Brad, it's the Magic Millions Ballarat three-year-old, four-year-old classic over 1,100 metres. Yeah, this race last year won by Marabi, who went on to win the, the Oakley Plate. I think it was uh, three starts later. So um, hopefully we've got another one this year. I'm going wide. I've got the one direct um, as an improver this prep. Ratings just need to stretch to 1100, uh, where he's sort of struggled in the past, but he's going better now. The two LTCs, a decent price around that $15 mark. His win two starts back at the Valley on a soft track would have him competitive. Uh, the four elite icon was a big winner second up last time in. Just okay on the heavy 10 first up, but um, if the rain hasn't hit by this time of the day, um, he's an improver. He's a very good winning chance. Uh, the five, Throntaria, double figures. Slightly shorter let up this time, but had the two jump outs as well. Um, can bring about a good first up run and has the ratings to win this. But most of those ratings are deeper in the preps, the knock. Six commands the field. Stables produced a few winners of late first up. Jumped out well leading in. The eight, Penthouse, around um, sort of, it was $16 when I was doing this. I think I had a look this morning, it was in about $10. First up, um, last prep, three-length win first up and two lengths off in secret, second up on heavy ground. And the 10 pink cashmere for Maranusis. Stalked the leader and put the race away, last 200 running right through the line on debut. Thought that was really impressive. The ratings stack up, ran the second best last 200 of the day there. Um, she looks the pick of the Maranusis trio to me and she's sort of around that $16 mark, and they've got one in that's much shorter than that, about 6 or $7. I think the firmer, the better for her is probably the problem. If the rain comes, they might scratch her, um, but she definitely has some upside, and I do like her at a, at a price. I think she's a good animal. So we've got one, two, four, five, six, eight, and 10. First leg of the quaddy at Campbell Grange is the Warra over 1,000. What are your numbers there, Matt? Yeah, going to go a little skinny. I'm looking forward to the return of Bruckner. We haven't seen this horse since it ran second behind Home Affairs in the Coolmore Stud Stakes um, just over a year ago now. Um, the trial was a cracker. Loved it. Um, well placed here in the in the Warra. Malkovich will lead them, as we know, um, and he'll be has to be in the finish, you'd think. Athelric, um, he's going to love not running into Eduardo, Nature Strip, Private Eye, and, and the rest go even joyful fortune last start in the Century Stakes. I think he might be nice value too there, Athelric, at 650, but I'll put my numbers in uh, one, two, and three. That's Malkovich, Bruckner, and Athelric. Yeah, Ballarat Cup, uh, we spoke about it earlier, is the second leg of the quaddy, Brad? Yeah, Ken on the four banker's choice for reasons outlined. Um, the three of tissue looks the danger to me. And if the rain does come and it's heavy, uh, we'll put in the two poly grey as well. Yeah, and the gong is the second leg at Kembla. Yeah, well, we've discussed that. You could put the field in, but we can't be doing that. Um, I'll put in, um, obviously, just probably my top four. I'll, I'll, obviously, I'm going to have Rustic Steel in there. I think the horse is flying. Um, along with Hope in Your Heart, Brutality, and Purple Sector. So my numbers there are going to be 4, 12, 13, 14. And 
just if you want to put in two as well, Colding at $26. Of course, it, uh, it did win the Golden Eagle. Uh, third leg of the quaddy at uh, Ballarat is a benchmark 100 over 1,200, Brad. Yeah, just going in race book order again here. So I've got the two Amish boy. He's one win from 23 is the knock, but he hasn't been far away um, and he just might be looking for firmer ground. Did run third in a group one new market. So if the rain misses, he's a chance in a field like this. Um, the four King of Hastings, um, it's around that sort of $11 mark, jumped out well, goes good fresh and the wetter the better for it. The 10 snapper um, returned to form with a high rating win up the straight last start. And uh, if he repeats that, I think he'll win this. Uh, he's around that sort of $5.50 mark. The 12 Rain Bill, another one at a good price, around $21. Um, has a really good third up record and best ratings competitive. Last start figure was good. 13 Crestani, um, double figures. 11 starts since his last win, but he's in the mix. 14 Pirate, Pioneer River has the ratings to be, um, to be in this at his best. And those ratings are on wet tracks, so... I want to have him in. And the favourite, the 15, do your punk, going for three consecutive wins. Good win at our eight last start. Um, but I do think he needs to raise the bar again. So I think he's short enough. Um, and I'm yeah happy to go wide there. So 2, 4, 10, 12, 13, 14 and 15. All right, third leg of the quaddy at uh, Kembla tomorrow is a, a benchmark 88. If I was doing a, a quaddy, I'd just be standing out nugget. Number four, five-year-old gilding uh, Ma Eustace. I really like it. It's $2.65 with Blue Bet. What are your thoughts, Matt? Gee, they love it, don't they? Whole nugget. <laughs> Second run in Australia, and we know why. Um, great first up run over 1,400 metres. Isn't it a 1,400-metre type? Gets up to a mile now, so $2.65, though. I've got to put... A few more in my numbers. I'll have four nugget in. Um, I like Honey Creeper. I know I've been with Honey Creeper a few times this prep, and um, she just hasn't quite got there for me. But eight dollars, I can't ignore that price. I actually think the stable mate, Nugget stable mate, Blazer Trail, out and out dry tracker, and gets it now at seventeen dollars. So um, I'm going to just put those three in um, in into my quaddy numbers four, five, seven. Final leg of the quaddy at Ballarat, and you'd almost stand out detonator, Jack, wouldn't you? Another Ma Eustace, the toppy here, $2.70 with Blue Bet, Brad. Yeah, he's a bit of a weapon, this guy, isn't he? He's four wins from five starts. Um, the negatives are he goes up six and a half kilos and stays at 1,400. So with him going up the six and a half, he actually meets the eight Munamek three and a half kilos worse off for a one-length margin. So um, Munamek's flying... Uh, if the rain comes, the wetter the better for him. Drawn for a sweet run. Um, I think he's a definite winning hope. So, yeah, I've got the eight Munamek and the one detonator Jack. I had seven Morrissey in, but it's been scratched. Um, Return gelded and was a big price around $31. I think it's going well this time in. So, But I've just got the, uh, the eight and the one. Alrighty, now final leg of the quaddy. You know, you reckon you could put all the horses of the gong in. You'd do the same here, wouldn't you, Matt? It's so open. Oh, God. Still my head in. $6.50 the field. Um, Tamerlane was great. Getting a, a win last start. Um, and it's favourite. Not sure if it should be. Um, that win sort of took a, while, took a while to come. And the horse has been up for quite a long time. But has to. I have to have it in my numbers. Um, I want to be... I'm tipping Irish legend to run a big race first up. This horse... Um, 
would have taken plenty of benefit from a, a first Australian prep. As we know, these imports, they, they, they just generally take a prep to get going. And he had two runs, given two runs by Les Bridge, and he thought, no doubt then, that, that's enough, and now we can bring back a horse to um, go even better next prep. And the horse trialled up sensationally well. So definitely got it in my numbers. Max Schnell ran behind Norwegian Bliss first up and Norwegian Bliss is undefeated after seven starts I believe and he was only two legs behind yeah very good horse and they're just taking their time with it um, they could they could be racing that horse in a lot higher grade but they're really just going through the grade slowly so he has very very good form behind him um, Arnica I was a little disappointed first up I thought I backed it um, but it just in an unsuitable race behind the short shorts who just led, dictated, kicked on the turn and they just couldn't catch um, short shorts. So I'll give him another chance. So my numbers there are going to be two, four, five and ten. All right, next up, best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Well, boys, I'm going to go to race one. I want to get us off to a good start at Ballarat. At, uh, uh, look, it's a Friedman horse, Anthony Friedman. Mellum on board, hypothetical. I just think hypothetical wins race one at Ballarat. It's $2.70 with blue bet. Brad, good horse. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed after hearing Matt just talking about um, Nugget. I, that was the horse I wanted to follow on a good track next time and to 1600. So I've just had a look at that field. I think he'll probably be winning. I've missed the price there, but... Um, Definitely keep a big watch on that Maran Eustace runner. I'm going to make my best bet uh, in the cup, race eight, number four, banker's choice. Um, as I sort of said, he handles all conditions, has all the best form, and he has a great platform out of a fast 1600, second go at 2000. Johnny Allen might give him a similar ride to the one he gave Kawhi when he won this race in 2018. Just settled midfield on the fence, cut the corner, um, and then if he needs to get out and sort of find the best ground he can, uh, if he holds that champion stakes rating, I think he wins. But there's no reason he can't elevate again with a you know with a clear run. Um, and I think he should be the clear favourite. So I'm going to make race eight number four, Banker's Choice, my best bet around that 460 mark. What's yours, Matt? Yeah, just a bit earlier in the day at Kembla. Um, I'm going to go with a Godolphin horse. Um, $4.60 second favourite in the fifth race at Kembla Grange, Vianello. Should have won first up, just got stuck behind horses, then finally got out um, and then exploded late to just miss. Should have won by a length eased up. It would be very short for this race. Um, gets into it very well with 54.5 kilos on its back with a claim by Zach Lloyd. Barrier three gets cuddled up, ready to explode. So race five, number 11, Vinello at Kimbler. Give them strength. That's it for what I'm backing and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors, Maddie. Blue Bet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. And thank you to you, of course. Thanks to Brad. Hopefully we've found you a couple of winners and we'll see you next week. See you guys. See you guys. Building resilience.
podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.